0: Pray with me, please. Lord, if you let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight, Lord, you are my rock and my redeemer, and in Jesus' name we pray, let us all say, amen. Amen. I think that we saw this week the power of prayer. Amen. Because on Monday night, we saw a horrific injury by a young man playing football. A game that a lot of us love and a lot of us are going to be watching on this Monday night to see if Georgia can bring home another victory. But we also know when we watch football that these are actually young men who are putting their bodies on the line for our entertainment. Wow, wow. And that every time someone plays football on the college or the professional level, somebody's going to get hurt so bad that they cannot play for the rest of the season. Now, I know the NFL season only has one day game left. But they also can get hurt so bad that the hurt will last for a lifetime. Amen.
1: So I've decided
0: that I'm going to pray for our players before the game, pray for them during the game, and pray for them after the game. Wow. Wow. And we saw this week, and we talked about this in uh, our church school, we saw somebody take God where God wasn't supposed to be. Now what do I mean by that? Uh, Dan Olasky who is a former NFL quarterback, who appears on ESPN, was on one of the ESPN football shows. But he's on ESPN to talk about what? Football. And he said, I got to pray. And on the air right there, he took God where God wasn't supposed to be on some phones and prayed. And he prayed for that young man, just like all of us have been praying for. Him. And Brother Hamlin, from our understanding, has had a miraculous recovery. And so we see the power of the prayer. Prayer works, prayer changes things. On Christmas Eve night in Washington, D.C., it was really cold. My understanding, it was like 18 degrees. But think about it. Have you ever been, in, been to DC, how beautiful the monuments are? Particularly at night. And then during Christmas time, what they do, they light like these monuments from the Lincoln Memorial to the Memorial for Dr. King. They light it. It's beautiful. It's an idyllic scene. And into that idyllic scene, comes a bus, a bus that has been riding for two days from the state of Texas. And in that bus are 130 or so men, women, and children who are migrants. Now, What are migrants? Migrants are people who don't have a home. They have left their own country because of perhaps some persecution. They've left their own country because of economic conditions. They've left their own country because they have a dream for a better life. Yes, yes. So these migrants arrive at the border and they come into the state of Texas. And the governor of the state of Texas decides I'm going to put them on a bus ship them to Washington, D.C. and put them on a Doorsteps, Kamala Harris. Why? Because that's a nice political stunt that gets me noticed. That's a nice political stunt that folks who believe that the United States is just for them can say, Whoa, look what my governor did. But it's Christmas Eve. It's 18-degree weather. And many of these people only have on t-shirts, summertime weather clothes, and they dump them at the doorstep of the vice president of the United States. What a Christian thing to do. <coughs> Jesus because there was no room in the hymn. The star led the wise men to Jesus. And as we see in our text, the wise men had just left Jesus. And remember, the wise men didn't leave Jesus and his family empty handed. He left them with what? Gold frankincense, and myrrh. We saw that last week. So now in our text, the wise men have left Jesus, and night falls, and Joseph has a dream. That dream comes from the Lord. And the dream tells him that Herod, the king, does not like his son. Herod, the king, as we saw last week's text, is afraid of Jesus. Yeah. He's afraid of Jesus because God is someplace where he shouldn't be, which is in his kingdom. Wow. God is someplace where he shouldn't be on ESPN. God is someplace where he shouldn't be. We talk about football. And in the dream, he's told, This is Joseph, get your boy out of Egypt. Get him out. Get him out. Because why? Because Herod wants to kill him. Now, here's the interesting thing about when God gives us a dream. When God gives us a dream, God gives us a means of executing that dream. Now how, how, how? Because remember Joseph didn't have any way to get into the inn. There was no room in the inn. And I'm a living witness. If you got enough money you can get into the inn. That's the reason why Joseph couldn't get into the inn. But how can he get his son into Egypt? Because the wise man just gave him some what? Some gold. I don't know about says and frankincense and all that stuff, but I know money was spent. Amen. So God made that dream possible because why? The wise man gave him money. Amen. God is not going to give you a dream without a way of funding that Now, what happened that night in Washington, D.C. Because remember, no one knew these migrants were showing up. Kamala Harris wasn't home. She was in California. And the vice presidential residence is at the Navy observatory. And I know Judge Barron knows this from her days going to school there. It's fortified. It's not like you drive up to the curb. No one knew they were coming. except for a pastor church. Mm-hmm. And his church mobilized. Mm-hmm. And they scrambled mm-hmm. to provide services for those who may have been unannounced, wow. but not unwanted. Wow, wow. Because they arrived on the eve of our Lord. See, just like when Jesus went to Egypt, even though the purpose of the fleeing was evil, God provided for them once they got here. Amen. Because, as the title of the lesson says, Jesus was a migrant too. Jesus was a migrant because think about this Jesus had to flee for persecution. Yeah, to get out of Egypt. Just like these people may have to get out of the countries that they're in because they have a dream. A dream of a better life in the United States. Wow, wow. And many people will say, well, we don't want them here because they're taking jobs away from Americans. Many times these migrants end up working in poultry factories jobs that Americans don't want. Many times these migrants end up picking tomatoes, oranges, and other crops that Americans have decided that we don't want to harvest anymore. Many times these migrants, particularly as we see now in the state of Florida, Where there is a big cleanup after the tornadoes and hurricanes hit, these migrants are doing the cleanup. They're not taking jobs that Americans want. They're taking jobs that America needs. Amen. Jesus was a migrant. And when we take care of the migrants, we are taking care of all. Why? Because, as Paul says in 2 Corinthians 13 5 Don't you realize that Jesus Christ is in you? Jesus Christ is in all of us. Amen. So when we take care of the migrant on the bus we're taking care of us. When we take care of that child at Aft Road Elementary School, we're taking care of Jesus because Jesus is in us. When we make that phone call, That Sister said to that sick that we're taking care of Jesus because Jesus is in us.
1: Because imagine
0: if Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, knew that Jesus was at the border. Would he put him on a bus? Would he deport him? Would he send him to Washington, D.C. on Christmas Eve in 18-degree weather? No, he would not. And that's the same reason we shouldn't do it to the migrants, because Jesus is in Now, there's been a whole lot of talk lately about being woke. Mm-hmm. The governor of this state kind of ran on a platform where you woke. The governor of the state in Florida says, well, woke comes to die. Well, Jesus gives us dreams because he wants us to be woke to carry out the dreams. Mm-hmm. All right. We need to be woke. He gives us dreams, and with the dreams, we wake up, and what do we do with the dreams? We carry them out. Alright. You can look throughout the Bible where Jesus has given people dreams. Mm-hmm. And then are the dreams executed or the dreams done while the people are asleep? No. They can be only done when they are what? Woke. So I say to the governor of Florida and the governor of Georgia that we'll walk. God wants us to be woke. God wants us to be woke so we can look out for evil schemes. God wants us to be woke so we can do the work that God has before us. God wants us to be woke. So when he gives us a dream. We can do what God wants us to do. Now next week, my sermon will be entitled The Whitewashing of Martin Luther King Jr. As we look at this King Weekend Fall And I will tell you right now that there's a whole lot of folks who want us to be asleep about the King's dream. They want us to be asleep because... Because if you look at the speech and really examine the speech that he gave that day in Washington, D.C., yeah, the I Have a Dream part sounds all flowery and nice, but it is an indictment on America. It's an indictment to the evil schemes of America. It's an indictment to the racism of America that was is just as alive as it was in 1963 when he gave the speech. Amen. We need to be awoke to the whitewashing. Mm-hmm. We need to be awoke to the whitewashing. So Jesus is a migrant too. But the question for all of us today Is Jesus a migrant in our hearts? Is Jesus someone who just travels through and travels out of our being? Is Jesus just someone that we have around for our convenience for Christmas Eve and then forget about the rest of the year? So today, our task is not to make Jesus a migrant too. Our task is also like Dan Wosky, that quarterback who turned to be an ESPN commentator, is to take Jesus, to take God in places where folks think Jesus and God shouldn't be. Amen. Our task is to love the Lord with all our heart, with all our soul, and with all our mind. Which means that our love of the Lord will put us in inconvenient Places doing inconvenient things because Jesus is a migrant too. Mm -hmm. So today, if Jesus is not there, Mm -hmm. Jesus is a migrant in your life. Mm -hmm. But you want Jesus to be a permanent part of your life because Jesus is in you anyway. And the day is the day of an epiphany. And the epiphany is, can you bring Jesus out into your life and live your life fully so that you can take Jesus to the places that Jesus shouldn't be? That's the world thinking. Yeah. Now it's time to come to Jesus. So if you would pray with me. The Heavenly and gracious Father, i come as a migrant from you i come as a sinful person waddling in my sinful ways with the thorn of sin as part of my flesh i am no good without you lord i ask for your forgiveness I ask for you to come into my heart. Yeah. I ask for you to either save me for the first time yeah. or come back into my heart because I have backslid. Yeah. Lord, I come to you for prayer. Prayer for young brother Hamlin who was injured on the football field. But also a prayer for the family of the bereaved. Prayer for all of those who are sick and shut in, in prayer for me, to help me navigate through the rest of this young year. It is in Jesus' name I pray, let us all say, Amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer, you were not saved. But, as Sister Holston always reminds me, and I hope she's watching today. Robert, it's good to see you that in a few moments i'm going to come down and have my hand out and you can give me your hand and God your heart but with all of that you can do three things you can declare jesus as your lord and savior you can you can also say you know i, I backslid because we all do once we're saved we all backslide and then i want to renew my relationship with god Oh, as we come to the first of the year, I just want to be in prayer. Yes. Now, if you're looking at us on TV right now, or you're watching us later as, uh, as this will be rebroadcast or looking at us podcast or whatever, you can also come to us in prayer. And all I ask you to do is just give me a phone call or send me a text. I answer both. And my number is 608-358-1309. 608-358-1309. That's my actual phone number. And let's have a conversation that many people have about truth. Out of Egypt I have called my son. For Jesus was a migrant too. May the word of the Lord. May the blessings of our Holy Spirit. May the fruit of Jesus be with you, henceforth now and forevermore, let us all say,